Welcome to Padmutun, Armenian History Podcast. Padiyagak Padmutun, Hayots Padmutiana Podcaster. I'm Peter Hajinian. Party Galust, welcome back. I'm Father Tadios Barsarian. <laughs> it's good to be here with you tonight, or today, or this afternoon, this morning, whenever, whenever you're listening. Whenever to you're this. listening, you know, wherever you're listening. If you're driving, <laughs> drive safe. If you're at home, enjoy. Hopefully, with your family, if you're in a classroom, we know some of our listeners we have this podcast for their class as well. Yes. So today we're going to tell uh, a story. Or the story of Martin the Armenian. Martin the Armenian. Something new for me, I have to say. I, I didn't know much about it. When, when we were going over topics and uh, subjects, we'll talk about uh, Peter said Martin the Armenian. I started laughing. I, oh, what is Martin the Armenian? Martin is a very Armenian name. Yes, when, many Armenians. <laughs> many Armenians, you know, Martin. Martin Mkhitaryan. <laughs> Uh, so who is Martin Ar- the Armenian? Some of you might know. He's supposedly rumored to be the first Armenian in America. Mm-hmm. So uh, we don't know his last name. We don't know his last name. He's so he's known as Martin the Armenian le- in legend, and he's also sometimes written down as John Martin. Oh. So when, when he was born, the parents said, let's name him John Martin. <laughs> John Martin. Probably yes. he was Hovanes Martiros or something like Marti, that. Yeah, Marti, Hovanes Martiros. I think, I think the John came, the, the British, if you were just on a ship and you were just doing things, they'd call you a John. <laughs> I think that was a, a name that kind of, like Diego or, or these things. I, I think that was uh, uh, just a random title they would assign. Yeah. You know, the English, well, you know, when was this? This was, he arrived in America in 1618. So he's the first Armenian. The first Armenian. On American soil. On American soil. Now, 1618 is really old for America, but it's not old at all for the Armenians and Armenian it's history. It's recently. Yeah, it's very recent. <laughs> it's very Have you been listening to the podcast? <laughs> we were talking 2,000 years, 4,000 years. We've had, we've years. had we're dynasty about after dynasty. 4,000 years ago. 1618. 1618. <laughs> that's a couple of years ago. <laughs> no, that's 400 years ago. <laughs> so... So yes. he arrives to uh, to America. He arrives Jamestown. in America. Jamestown. So Jamestown was an English colony. So I had to learn all about this in school. So mm-hmm. some of you who didn't didn't uh, have to, some of you stay didn't stay awake during history class <laughs> in high school. Let me tell you a little bit about Jamestown. So Jamestown was founded in 1607. It's in Jamestown, Virginia. So this is right in the middle of the East Coast of the United States. Does it still exist, this uh, town, it's, it's or Jamestown? It's still there. And I think if you go, you can actually, there's like a historical center. You can go and see what was life like when they settled the country. Yeah. Well, Jamestown, life was not very easy in Jamestown. As a matter of fact... I've seen some movies with, and, and some cartoons about Jamestown. Yeah. It appears in movies and cartoons. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's kind of that classical colonial American uh, experience. And that includes a time called, there was even a time called the starving time that happened, mm. where they ran out of supplies. You didn't get a sense that they were very good at learning how to find food and these things. 
you know, the big thing you should know is we all talk about the pilgrims coming to America. And they came for religious freedom, and they landed in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And they started the uh, Plymouth Rock, and that was because they wanted religious freedom. Well, the British in Jamestown, Virginia, came because they wanted to get rich. <laughs> Somebody said there's gold in America, and they came over, and Jamestown was it was where yeah. they decided to look for the gold. Did you hear there was gold in Jamestown? There's gold in Jamestown. <laughs> well, somebody said there's money to be made, so... Uh, that's uh, when James John John Martin, Martin the Armenian said, "Hey, <laughs> hey, let's go over there." Well, Isn't that interesting? You know, Armenian, uh, all the way from Iran. He was from Iran, right? He was from Iranian Armenian. Yeah, North Julfa. North Julfa, uh, and he ends up in a new colony. Yeah, in sixteen, uh, in in six, sixteen something, sixteen eighteen. Yeah. yeah, all the way leaves everything, and he uh, and it appears in records. As the first Armenian, John, John uh, Martin the Armenian. Martin the Armenian, yeah, he was said to be a tobacco grower or a tobacconist. Mm -hmm. So he was growing tobacco, which was a cash crop, and then he yeah, was I, probably selling yeah. cigarettes and cigars. Yeah, which I have to say is not a common profession for Armenia. Arm, to, no, it's not. Although you know, a lot of Armenians smoke. Unfortunately, so <laughs> but well, you know, it's. Coming from Norjulfa, as an Armenian, you know, the the Iranian Armenians were known as worldwide merchants at that mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. So Norjulfa, you know, we can do a whole episode about that in the in the Khachkars, but it was the Armenian quarter of Isfahan. Mm -hmm. It was established by Shah Abbas uh, to resettle the Armenian community from old Julfa and Nakhchivan. So the Armenians moved were all the Armenians from Nakhchivan. and there was original Julfa. Yeah. Where we find all these old Khachkars that existed, and, and unfortunately, uh, Azerbaijani authorities, they decided to erase that heritage, and they just destroyed them. Right? Yeah. There was destruction. There was videos of... But people lived in that region, Julfa, and then uh, Shah Abbas, in, I believe, 16th century, 15th century or so, yeah. uh, decided to resettle them into... An, Town that he called New Julfa, <laughs> yeah, North Julfa, North Jura, and uh, so Martin the Armenian is from that from that town. But that town, uh, you're right, was was connected internationally, yeah, with other regions and uh, boats and merchants all the way from India and, and England and yeah. They there was a book we read in the book club, Three Kisses of the Cobra. It's a historical book by an Armenian author, but it's. It's a historical fiction book about a family from Norjulfa that sets up trading in India. So, you know, uh, I'm trying to think, remember the cities, if it was Madras, Goa, but they're in India and they eventually, part of the family establishes this trading outpost in Singapore. Wow. And this was, you know, based on the historical record. So these families from, from you know, these Iranian Armenian families were setting up all of these trade routes to the east. So when you when you hear that, it's maybe not that unusual that yeah. an Iranian Armenian or a Persian Armenian would find a way to go all the way to the New World and say, "Well, I'll set up shop over here, right. you know, and I'll let you guys know if I find anything so good." Let me, but it's not unusual at all if you think about the fact is that the oldest Christian church in Singapore is an Armenian church. Yeah, Saint Gregory Armenian Church. That's the oldest Christian. Church in Singapore, so Armenians, and and uh, you know if you don't found, you don't establish a church, it's, it's only you. 
Yeah. <laughs> there has yeah. to be some more people. Right, right. <laughs> it has to be at least two of you. Right. <laughs> and, and hopefully one of them's a priest. <laughs> so you could have services. So the, the, the oldest uh, Christian church in Singapore is, um, is an Armenian church. So it's not uncommon. It's not unusual at all. It, it is uh, that Armenians ended up in that part of the world and other parts in early 17th century or 18th century. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there, there was a, li a little bit of research that I did was talking about how... Actually, these Armenian traders were competing with the British in India, and in you know in the in the East Indies, because the in the form of the British East India Company, which eventually became you know the British Empire. Hmm. So the you know the question is how does Martin the Armenian show up in an English colony in the New World if he's competing with the English in the East? And one theory is that there was a strong Dutch Armenian community in the Netherlands. And really? the Dutch had, uh, they had already settled part of North America in New Amsterdam. They eventually would settle New Amsterdam, which we can now call New York. Hmm. So maybe Martin the Armenian actually went to the Netherlands. He had some cousins up there or whatever, and he was hearing that the English were going to the New World, and he got on the ship and decided to go to Jamestown and check it out and see what happens. Yeah, well... Which... You know, so then what what does the first Armenian in America do? You know, he doesn't set up a restaurant. What does he do? Well, we already said that he decided to be work as a tobacconist, grew some tobacco. He also introduced cultivating silkworms hmm. to try and grow silk uh, in the New World. Uh, and I don't think Virginia is well known for its silk items. Uh, so I don't think that farm really <laughs> that, took off. That, that, that business didn't need it. He was doing that as a hobby. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, you know, also they called him John Martin, which clearly he didn't look like a John Martin. <laughs> so he probably, maybe he had a different name. That they but imagine at the time in that in Jamestown, in the colony, when everybody looks the same, and there is this army. There's this army <laughs> guy. Who are you? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, and he I'm came from Persia, so he dressed like a Persian. And, and probably he spoke English at the time. Armenians, yeah. the mer merchants, I think, they were well educated as well. Armenian, they were, or, Armenian merchants were well known at the time. You know, right. They were the wealthy Armenians. You know, until now, their funds by left by these wealthy Armenians. In, in India and Singapore and other places, so uh, uh, Armenians well known for their ability yeah. of trading and bring products and from different parts of the world. Isn't that amazing? You know, having all this, creating all this network and, and a, a nation and country nation that didn't have a uh, you know established structure at the time, didn't yeah. have a republic, didn't have a king or any yeah. kind of. Infrastructure. They're just people living under, under, uh, different under uh, another rule and control. Right. Yeah. Persians and Turks and Russians. And, yeah. yeah. But they still had an identity, and they they were, you know, they had the religion, they had the language, they had the identity, and they were keeping that close to themselves while they were traveling all over the world. Right, and that's why when they would go to Singapore, for example, yeah, which was not Christian country. Uh, they would establish a Christian church because it was, 
it was and until now it is important for Armenians uh, to uh, churches is uh, and Christian faith or uh, is is part of important part of Armenian identity that uh, helped Armenians to to preserve their identity and to be to have a diaspora until now. <laughs> yeah, centuries and decades later. Right, but Martin didn't didn't start a church. He was the only one. <laughs> he was the only. We we actually don't know what happened to him. We he comes up in court records like he would test testify in a couple trials, um, well, but that's all that's that's kind of recorded. You don't there. know anything after that after that court testimony, right? Yeah, we don't know. Well, so maybe some people are upset because right, <laughs> he disappeared right after he that. testified against the wrong Englishman. <laughs> Where is John Mark? John Mark, the Armenian. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> he says, "I'm Brian now. I don't know a John." Oh, he Martin. went to climb Mount Ara. <laughs> yeah, he went to climb Mount Ara. <laughs> he was talking about that. He always wanted to go back. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I mean, I, I feel like there would be a lot more stories, or it would be really interesting to know yeah. what happened to him. We don't. We don't know. What we do know is that it was. Uh, you know, over 40 years later, when the next Armenians showed up in America in 1653, two Armenians from Constantinople were invited to Virginia to raise silkworms. Wow! So maybe they wanted to start something here. Yeah, maybe they were like, "This is, you know, this is nice. This silk That's stuff." <laughs> what happened to Martin? <laughs> so they invited more people over, and by the 1770s, so this is over 100 years later. This is, you know. Uh, a long time later, by the time the United States was looking to get its independence from Britain, there were over 70 Armenians settled in the colony. Over 70 Armenians? 70 Armenians. Wow. Yeah. If only now they could know how many million Armenians are in California. <laughs> and it's interesting that the first church was established in Worcester, Massachusetts in 18-something, uh, I think. or Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and churches exist until now. That's 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 interesting. I wonder if, if you know, I think maybe this shows us how difficult life was hmm. in these Virginia colonies, and how much maybe the Pilgrims, for as much as they struggled and as much as they really were not good to the Native American tribes in in Massachusetts, how they actually figured out how to you know stay alive. Yeah, which is why we talk about them and celebrate them a lot more, and you know. Than we do the the colony in Jamestown, right? And why that church in Worcester is still around, and yeah. nobody knows what happened to Martin the Armenian. Or Martin the Armenian, he did he disappeared. Uh, but I think it speaks about uh, the Armenian spirit of trying to find success, managing to find success, and to be successful under extremely difficult situations. And it, it, as we say in Armenia, we, we made uh, we make bread from rocks sometimes. Right. And stones. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it also shows that you know you might think that an English colony is only settled by English people, but this proves that there was probably a lot more right. just adventurous people from all different parts of the world that were a part of that community. Yeah. And that they were there. came and settled, and and Martin was trying to find a better, better, or he was trying to find some opportunities. Yeah. yeah. And this is. This was and this has been a land of opportunity, and uh, and if you're persistent and successful, p persistent and working hard, I think uh, that's the blessing of this land too. That uh, you'll be you'll be successful yeah. as long as you're you you have that attitude. So now that you know 
who Martin the Armenian is. What does Martin the Armenian mean to you? Well, Martin the Armenian, I think he's a, he's a, he symbolized the spirit that uh, I don't want to call it a, 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 a shrewd is not the right word, but smart. Yeah. He came and he managed to get all the way to get probably from the small town of North Julfa to go to someplace else and managed to get probably to Europe and from Europe get and heard about this new 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 place, new car, new opportunity and he managed to get come here and to start a new business. Probably it was challenging. But that's the that's the Armenian spirit. That's Armenian uh, to not to uh, uh, not to shy away, not to stay away from challenges, difficulties, but to face them actually, and trying to create a uh, to create a successful life for themselves. And and I'm sure he had relatives. I'm sure he was trying to do yeah. all of that to invite to 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 help his uh, his family. Because when we speak of Armenians, there's always family connection. Is always things are done for the family. Yeah. Well, that's definitely an Armenian size level of energy you'd need to go all that way to you know to the new world at the time when nobody really knew what was there yeah. i mean for me it's it's the you know we talk about this country as a melting pot we talk about this country you know the canadians call talk about it as a fruit salad you know the difference in the melting pot, everybody kind of gets melted together. In the fruit salad, everybody's separate, but they're still in the same container. <laughs> but I think it's it's another example of you know an Armenian coming over and making their mark on the country. You know, there's we we don't know what happened to him. We there could have very easily we we never would have known there was a Martin the Armenian, but he made enough of an impression that. He got into the history books and into the lore a little bit of the country. Wow. And it's just another example of, you know, how our, our people and our personalities and, and our, who we are as individuals can make a mark even on this country. How do we know about him? That's a great question. Um, and unfortunately, the Internet will always tell you just the legends and not the actual facts. Right. <laughs> so where is the, what is, we need to find the source. We need to find the source. Well, he does, it does come up in, in court records from in Jamestown. Court, testimony, right? Testimony. He gave testimony. testimony. Yeah. But we need to also uh, that he, uh, he was a tobacco grower. He, yeah. He, uh, so there are probably some historical sources. They talk about Martin the Armenian. Well, and maybe there's maybe the the there's a family back in Persia that you know was getting correspondence from Martin the Armenian. That maybe maybe there's some records of the family that sent the one guy to the you know Jamestown in yeah. 1618. But yeah. it's it's a Persian Armenian family has that yeah. information. But probably there are some English sources too because they call him Martin the Martin the Armenian. Yeah. <laughs> The Armenian, so they would call him with his Armenian name. I don't think the parents named him John Morgan. <laughs> Morgan. Well, let's let's add the Armenian. <laughs> Maybe Bogos was too hard for the English. You but know. court records definitely uh, show that there yeah. was a person like this here. Yeah. Uh, at that time, well, amazing character. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening for this uh, story about Martin the Armenian. If you have some, uh, some other suggestions, if you have some more uh, information about this particular topic, let us know in the comments or on our Facebook page. Uh, or uh, if you have other suggestions, let us know. We are going through the topics that you suggest. And, uh, and we hope we'll have more episodes coming up soon. Yes. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. See you next time.
Thanks for listening. Please like and subscribe.